We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. KJ Podcast. This is the most pumped I've been to do a pod in quite a while. 49ers win. Yes, the season is not going well. I've advocated tanking. But a win is a win in the NFL. The emotions it creates is real. The 49ers needed to get a monkey off their back. They did that exactly. 34-3 win. Curb stomping the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders are trash. We can't look too hard into this win. But how can you not love what you saw? Nick Mullins, the big story. 16 of 22. Three touchdown passes. Executed Kyle's offense to a T. This was flawless. I don't want to say it looked like Jimmy G, but the way he got rid of the ball quickly, his decision-making, he could have had more touchdowns. Richie James dropped one. He's benefited by some big plays. Raheem Mostert, George Kittle with an incredible catch over the middle. How about Kittle? Maybe I'm overhyping him, but I think he's a top-five tight end in the league this season. Gronk. I know he's fallen off, but he'll he'll be back in the playoffs making big plays. Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz. George Kittle is right in this discussion. Yards after the catch with the tight end, That's you normally don't get that. Blocking at this high of a level. This is a fifth-round pick Kyle Shanahan nailed. It was on display for the national audience. Just an incredible night to be a 49ers fan. We put so much time and energy into this, guys. You don't want to lose every single week. They would have lost. I would have embraced the tanking. I would have called maybe for if it was if if Mullins shit the bed, I would have said they might have to call Jay Cutler. But there's just too much season left. They've got to run the offense and like be confident in someone. And he might have said no too, even though Mike Shanahan drafted him in Denver. Nick Mullins shut us all up. There was jokes on Twitter all week. I was one of them. I did not think he was gonna come in and perform like this. Obviously he choked up a little bit talking to Aaron Andrews. 
he got to live his dream out. To me, he's starting next week against the Giants, and unless he throws four interceptions and looks terrible, he's starting the week after that too. C.J. Beathard might come back, but you could tell by his face and his body language, the team shifted, the team reacted to Nick Mullins. He won his first start. C.J. Beathard is what? One and eight, one and nine as a starter, and it's not totally his fault every week, but he, he faltered too many times. He could still be a decent quarterback in the league. We all bought into the Green Bay hype a little bit much. Nick Mullins, could he be the same? Could he regress? Definitely. You know, C.J. Beathard could make some starts in December. Whatever the quarterback situation is, Nick Mullins got life to to this team. Pierre Garçon, a touchdown on the first drive. Kendrick Bourne, a touchdown on the second drive in the red zone. Matt Breida had a couple runs to the outside. Mike McGlinchey on that Raheem Mostert run had to use the oxygen mask afterwards. I love when there's wins. There's cool anecdotes coming out of the locker room. How about the defense doing this without Reuben Foster? Six and a half sacks. Cassius Marsh finally shuts me up. We've got to get there, though. The Raiders absolutely quit. If you look at the replay on that Raheem Mostert big run, by the way, he, he broke his arm. He's out for the season. That absolutely sucks. But back to the Raiders, they quit on John Gruden. It looks bad. The effort is piss poor. They're not blocking for Derek Carr at all. If you allow the 49ers six and a half sacks, that's more of an effort thing. That's not a talent thing. That's a, I don't give a shit. I don't want to get hurt. John Gruden might get rid of me. You know, if I'm, if I'm a pretty good player, I might be on the chopping block. Obviously, the trade deadline's over, but the chemistry there in Oakland, that was kind of the eye-opener. The Raiders are in shambles. The 49ers are broken but are going to be able to be put back together. There's tweets of Jimmy G in the locker room and Jarek McKinnon afterwards congratulating everyone. Nick Mullins got the team together, got everyone fired up. There's no way this is a decision for Kyle Shanahan. Nick Mullins will start Monday Night Football against Eli Manning. His first two starts will come on primetime. It's actually hilarious. This will be awesome if, if he starts to do well. I will say this. I have heard... This was if Beathard did well or if Mullins does well. Rich Scangrillo, the quarterback's coach, could be getting a look for some offensive coordinating roles this year. A lot of people love what he's done with that room. You know, CJ has his limitations. We're going to find out Nick Mullins' limitations. We're going to find out his strengths and weaknesses. But this is exciting. It's unexpected. He could sink to a level below CJ Beathard. Don't shit your pants yet. Don't go buy Mullins jerseys yet. Love this kid, though. I mean, this team needed to get out of a hole. Not saying C.J. Beathard couldn't have won this game either. The Raiders are just that bad. I feel bad for Derek Carr. He probably wants to get traded. He doesn't want to build this thing with John Gruden, get up to Vegas. Totally different vibe. This game was ugly from the start for Oakland. I mean, I said it, five out of the first six possessions, the 49ers scored. Kyle, after the game, mentioned Bradley Pinion had good punts. Robbie Gold was making kicks. DeForest Buckner had some sacks. It felt like a preseason game in the second half. That's how bad the Raiders were. Like It felt like they literally were not trying, going through the motions. At least you haven't gotten that from the 49ers this year. They literally have fought in a lot of their losses. And when they finally win one, you can take a step back and realize, yo, they've been very close They've been so annoying with shooting themselves in the foot. But you saw a a team that doesn't give a damn, and that's never been the case here. 
of course, they're professionals. They're, they're paid millions of dollars, but people can rebel in a work environment and not want to be there. And that's not the 49ers right now. They've kept it cool. Kendrick Bourne, he's a red zone weapon. He's going to end up having like six or seven touchdowns this year if he keeps this up. That's awesome for an undrafted guy. Yeah, I'm hyped up right now. I'm just recapping, reliving the game. Love you guys for listening. BlueWirePods.com. Fallon, Smith, and James Jones will also have the Raiders' perspective. Fallon has been keeping it 300 for real. She's been spitting fire. Check them out. I think the two big picture things I'm taking away from this, they're two totally different things. One, when Kyle's offense is being executed at a high level by a quarterback, they're hard to stop. When the decisions are right and the reads are correct and the throw is accurate, it's going to put a lot of pressure on the defense. Two, this might have been the most embarrassing loss in recent Raiders history in the last three or four years. Ted Wynn tweeted that there's a lot of embarrassing losses for this franchise's history. This is going to be remembered when you get blown out in prime time, when it's you've already been a joke and a punchline all season. This is a loss that a lot of people are going to remember when they tell the story of the 2018 Oakland Raiders. Gruden looked befuddled on the sideline. Mark Davis has no idea what he's doing. He's just got himself into the biggest hole ever. I don't think Gruden will quit. But year two, year three into this, would he back away? I don't, I don't think so. He's so competitive that he'd be like, trade more people. He won't go until he's fired. There's no way his ego will allow him to walk away. But this is ugly. The only worst head coaching situation in the league right now is Greg Williams for the Cleveland Browns. What the F are they thinking? Trying to fix dysfunction, hiring that liar, lying on the podium that he's got 11 head coaching offers. I mean... My goodness. So at, at least the Raiders aren't to Brown's level right now who are constantly trying to fix themselves. But, ooh, that was on display. Yeah, Kyle, opening script, right on point. Everything you want. Play action looking good. Hard to be disappointed right now. This team is, is pretty much full of fighters. and You've got to commend John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan for having control of that locker room. A lot of people could have gotten down. Remember Navarro Bowman last year? Made some negative comments a couple of days later off the team. Shout out to him for calling out the Raiders too on Twitter. I forgot exactly what he said. But the context is these guys have quit. So, I mean, back to the 49ers big picture here. I think they could beat the Giants next week. And they could win two to three more games after that. So 5-11, and 6-10. Maybe 4-12 and 12 is looking more realistic, picking 5th or 6th, which makes sense. There's got to be five worst teams in the league. Kyle Shanahan is that good of a play caller. If the quarterback makes accurate throws, if the defense finally plays a good game, they're going to win a couple games here. I'm an advocate of tanking. It's new school NFL. It's, you're not going to hear any coaches ever embrace that, but I've said this before. I worked in the Cleveland Browns building they didn't win very often. When they did, the next day, the next few days, everyone smiled wider. The food tasted better. The girls were prettier. Winning is an energy. You want to repeat it as much as you can. And yes, you can't carry it over from year to year. The 5-0 and little run in December last year, like who's actually better from that now? Maybe George Kittle used that time to really become good. Certain players can develop. The whole team won't, but... 
You can't deny wins in the NFL. They feel that effing good. It's a drug. Winning in the NFL is euphoria. Especially it's your crosstown rival. It's the last battle of the Bay Area. Absolutely loved it. I am enjoying talking about this football team right now. All right, let's just pull up some bullet point notes from the game. Just funny things that happened on or off the field that can be observed. How about Nick Mullins getting verified on Twitter during the game? Twitter was like, yo, yo, yo. This cat is good at quarterback. He doesn't tweet often, but let's throw a blue check mark next to him. Welcome to the club, Nick Mullins. Having the verified um, little tab in your mentions is cool. So you can sort it out with all the cool people who hit you up. It's No, it's a big moment. When I got mine, I definitely remembered. I was like, this is really tight. So congrats, Nick Mullins. Right now, Mike McGlinchey also is looking like an upgrade. I wrote this down. Not just the Raheem Moster big run, but everything to the right side is looking very good. Trent Brown doing his thing in New England, of course. They got a third-round pick out of that. You really can't hate the Mike McGlinchey pick. Would I rather have Derwin James? Yes, but right now, Mike McGlinchey is really helping this offense. When Jimmy G's back next season and they have offensive success, McGlinchey is going to be a big part of that. I know I've wavered on O-line some. Cassius Marsh, his sack celebrations, dude, is kicking air. Jackie Chan karate moves out on the field. It's it's a little much. Like, I'm not old school like that, but I'm like, dude. It'd be one thing if the Niners were 7-3 and three and just rocking in the stadium was jumping for joy. But, hey, it's his thing. He wants to be different. He's tatted up. I, he's an individual. He can do his thing. Um, by the way, Nick Mullins debut, 262 yards, three passing touchdowns. Steve Young, 80 pass yards, one touchdown. Joe Montana, 36 pass yards, zero touchdowns. Yes, it's a passing league. Yes, the Raiders suck. This It's not easy to just walk right in and execute like this. It, I think it did help Nick Mullins that he was here, obviously, all last offseason. They kept him on the practice squad. Really... I think they were going to cut him, but he had a just an awesome preseason. And the Jimmy G thing went down. They brought in a bunch of quarterbacks to work out, and they're like, you know what? Nick Mullins, we like. Marquise Goodwin in the locker room said, this is not surprising to us. This is the Nick we've seen all the time. He's the story right now. It was really fun. Awesome moment with Aaron Andrews. If you haven't seen that interview, go to my Twitter page. It is going to be strange if Nick Mullins does reel off four or five straight wins. If all of a sudden it's a hot streak and Kyle's hot and wait a second here, can Kyle do this with a quarterback making 395000 on a couple-year deal? No, I mean, it. clearly this guy has a limited skill set. He's undrafted. Hey, there have been undrafted quarterbacks before. It's more of a joke, but Niners finishing 5-11, and Nick Mullins starting the rest of the season and looking good then I don't know, you can move on for, from C.J. Beathard. I, I got to call myself an idiot thinking he could ever get a second-round pick. The rose-colored glasses I wore after the Green Bay game, excuse me, sometimes I get things wrong too. Hey, John Lynch hasn't been perfect. I, I am not perfect. They're not getting much for C.J. Beathard. Maybe they leave him as just a third stringer just to have. I don't think having three quarterbacks is a terrible idea. Unless your roster is absolutely stacked and you can't, you got to cut someone. Kittle's catch. How many tight ends are making one-handed catches over the middle of the field? His speed is unreal. 
You want to go buy a jersey right now? Buy a number 85 jersey. I don't see this guy dropping off anytime soon. And make sure you're watching film clips if you have NFL Game Pass. When he's blocking, it is fun to watch. Knocking people to the ground, getting leverage. He lines up really good, doesn't let his pad level get too low. Yeah, Shanahan and Nick Mullins embraced on the field. I wonder what he told him. I wonder what the game plan was. Was it a full game plan? Did he scale back the menu? Only run plays on a short week? Is Should Kyle do this with a younger team? Scale back his playbook a little bit more. Let the game plan be really dialed in. Don't have the full menu open. Are part of the mental mistakes because Kyle has been calling plays at such a high level and it's a young team. If I was a reporter still on the scene at KMBR, I would ask Kyle, Kyle, did you pare down the menu at all for this game? And is it something you will consider going forward if if that was a reason why you guys had success tonight? Because everyone looked buttoned up. Everyone looked like they knew what they were doing. There was very few penalties. They were in control. The 49ers wanted it too. After they got an early lead, you go up 14-3, they kept the throttle on. There's been so much emphasis. There's got to be in that building of we've got to finish. So they got up and they just, they pretended like they were down. They didn't even look at the scoreboard and they literally just kept the throttle on. Hate to see the fight. There was a fight, according to Dave Lombardi, Section 131 of Levi's 49ers fan, knocked the Raiders fan in a Marshawn Lynch jersey out cold down three rows. You see this anytime it's a division rival, Jaguars, Titans, there's pent up anger from NFL fans. There's a section of them who use football as an outlet for their own violence. It's sick. It's disgusting. If I ever have kids, I'm not sitting in the nosebleeds ever. Not, I mean, even down low, there can be fights. Yeah. 131's low. People lose their cool. I'm sorry. I like sitting on my couch, drinking a little tequila, watching the game. Kyle after the game saying he grew up a Niners fan, hates the Raiders because his dad in the AFC West, he's a Raider hater. Extra special for him. I'm happy for Joe Staley. He has not had a lot of wins the last four years. He's been through a lot of bullshit. He's played on a very fair contract for how high of a level he's played at. Joe Staley just wants to win football games. He Nothing else matters. He, he does the whole bit and drill, and he loves being the goofy teammate, but Joe Staley deserves some wins. He's going to have his name. I don't even know what the 49ers do, whether it's a ring. They should do a ring around the stadium. I don't even remember if they do, but Joe Staley's name should be there. He's been a pillar of this organization for an entire decade. Happy for him. Happy for Richard Sherman, too. I mean, God damn, Seattle's kind of good this year. He's obviously not used to losing like this. He can use this as a teaching tool, even though it is the Raiders. Last 49ers quarterback to throw for three touchdowns in their debut, Tim Rattay, November of 2003. <laughs> That's a long-ass time ago. Tim Rattay. Is Nick Mullins Tim Rattay? Is he going to bounce around a little bit? Is he going to hang around? I have a bad feeling this could be like just a, a one-night story where we're all pumped. I, I want it to last longer. This is a cool kid. Brett Favre called him afterwards on the NFL Network set. Said he had 600 text messages. Highest quarterback rating ever for a debut. 151.9. KJ Podcast. Yeah, I'm 
I'm pumped. I'm pumped for you guys. I'm pumped for me. We spend too much time on this team. Put a poll out there in the middle of the day. What do you want to see happen? 49ers win. 49ers lose. 49ers just not embarrass themselves. 67% said win or not embarrass themselves. And that's what they did. Two-thirds of you should be pretty damn happy with what happened. And if you're in the tanking club, I think a lot of you are just, you know, you're accepting this. You're an NFL team. Sometimes you go out there and steamroll a team and you can't hate it. You really can't hate this. What is it going to do? Maybe nothing. At a certain point, these guys work in a building together. This is an office. The morale, you don't want to win for morale, but you kind of have to. You kind of have to. Nick Mullins, let's go to his two touchdown passes. The first one to Garcon. That was Pierre's first touchdown with the team. He played well. Early on, he was getting open. Pretty easy throw, crossing pattern over the field. A lot more crossing patterns, a lot more quick decision-making from Nick Mullins. Obviously, that's C.J. Beathard's biggest flaw. He held onto the football too long. He got sacked. He turned the ball over. Nick Mullins pretty much protected the football and knew where to go. He gets a treat next week because the Giants kind of suck too. So he's getting two home games against opponents who aren't very good. That's a that's a good way to start if you have to get thrown into the fire like this. Second touchdown, goal line situation with Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick almost drops it, but it's a nice little slant pattern, middle of the field. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I want to say Nick Mullins kind of sold the pass, looked one way, then found Bourne in the middle of the field. I had to rewatch everything. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm super pumped. I'm not gonna lie. There's hours and hours and hours of podcasting and tweeting thank god i don't have to drive to santa Clara anymore i just text the people there yeah i mean the people i'm texting rich scangrillo if there's an offense who needs a boost i don't know how the matt lafleur experiment's going in tennessee there's going to be some vetting done there but rich scangrillo could get some calls kyle could be angling for jed to either get him more money or I don't know. That would be a great rise for Scangrillo to go from what Furman College to the Falcons to becoming an offensive coordinator, implementing Kyle's scheme systems and his own touch on things. That would be something to watch. Even though this team's, <laughs> you guys are gonna be thinking I'm, I'm drinking the Kool Aid. They've lost a lot, but their offense hasn't looked inept. The offense looked inept under Brian Hoyer and C.J. Beathard for parts last year. Beathard has moved the football in half of his starts. This is not one of the worst offenses in the league. There's some really good concepts and schemes going on, obviously. You listen to this podcast. You understand. Trust the Shanna plan. It was on display tonight. 49ers are 2-7. and seven. They're further away from the number one overall pick. They're feeling good about themselves. They're going to have a long weekend, digest this win. Try, actually, yeah, they're not going to play again until Monday night. They're going to have some time off. They're going to get drunk. They're going to party, let loose. I'm sure they're having some type of Halloween party because they couldn't this week. NFL teams love doing that. Every player has a Halloween party. Normally the star player has everyone over. That's a huge NFL thing. Nick Mullins is going to be the star of that party. He's he's here. We don't know how long it's going to be, but he's on the scene right now. For the next week, we're going to be talking Nick Mullins, the 49ers. KJ Podcast wrapping up. Yeah, I... I'm not critical of this team. We're going to do 75 podcasts in a year. 
70 of them are going to poke holes of this team. Not today. Defense played really well, too. Fred Warner was laying the wood. Ronald Blair made more plays. DeForest Buckner, who I called out on Twitter, he's got to show up every week. He did. He's got either five and a half or six sacks on the year now. You know, he's on pace for eight or nine, which is putting a dent in the column there of, hey, I'm legit. Depoy, no, but very important and going to get a big contract. Yes. Thank you, Trent Balky. John Lynch feeling good. Kyle feeling good. Nick Mullins choking up. Absolutely love that interview. Love his energy right now. We'll talk to you again middle of next week. Let's digest a little bit. Thank you. Rate this podcast. Share it. Subscribe. BlueWirePods.com. Launching two more next week. Redskins and Titans. Getting into other NFL markets. Talking to a Utah Jazz guy. Talking to a 76ers guy. I'm finding people who are great on Twitter, who either already have a podcast, who have thought about one, putting them all in one team here. Spread the word, bluewirepods.com. Listen to Fallon, Smith, James Jones keeping it 300. They're going to have, they're going to destroy the Raiders. They have been spot on. James Jones, of course, played in that locker room 2014 when Derek Carr has really good insight. Ted Wynn, make sure you check out Coffeehouse Stunt. One of the most embarrassing losses in Raiders history. 49ers fans are going to talk shit for a while. A third-string quarterback cleaned up all over Oakland Raiders. The last time they'll be the Oakland Raiders against the San Francisco 49ers, it was a complete owning. I'm loving it. I'm headed to Vegas this weekend myself. It's a fun place to go. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week. KJ Podcast, we're out.